test penis, I see waveform, and I have the clap, so we are good to go. Perfect. You have the clap. I'm sorry to hear that. That is the oldest 2v1 podcast joke in the world. It is. It is. I think I think it is. Alex, welcome back to a video game show. Yes. It's good to be back after we yeah. just rec- we just recorded like about a month ago, weirdly. Oh my god, it was that long ago already? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I, it was the beginning of March, dude. That's so crazy. I didn't even realize that. Um yeah, so this is uh this is a special episode of the Whiff Punish Games cast filling in filling in a little bit because AJ's going on a weird work schedule again and we don't know when we're going to get a normal episode in. So, I called upon Swarbachev, aka Alex from the old 2v1 days to uh catch up on stuff. And uh, I was just on Alex's show I mentioned at the last episode to check that out, Craft Heads podcast. And uh yeah. Here Alex, we are. Full Here circle. we are. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, it's uh for those of you who remember my voice, because I'm sure there's still plenty of old 2v1 listeners from those days who lis- listened to um, Whiff Punish, it, I left uh, 2v1 in January 2018, but uh, obviously not for any bad reasons. Uh, Nick, Josh, No, and I, you hate me. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> we, we still talk almost every single day in the same three-way chat that we've had for God knows how long at this point. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we, uh, like Nick said, he needed somebody to to fill in for an episode this month, and um, my co-host and best friend Tommy, he's he's sort of out of commission off and on for the uh, for the short term future. So it was a perfect opportunity for us to have each other on each other's shows for nice yeah. little circle jerk action. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. We did a really long episode. <laughs> on yours which oh, yeah. was which was good. Yeah. And uh some good some good history on 2v1 if you haven't been following since the beginning. Uh that's a that's a good recap if you don't want to go back and listen to 200 episodes worth or whatever <laughs> number it was. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, so as I mentioned to you Alex, this can be about whatever. Uh I think I've talked about it a lot lately, but something that we can easily jump into is Doom. Yeah, totally. I uh, I just recently finished Doom Eternal's DLC yesterday, and on the last episode that I like just posted as of this recording, I I had some mostly final thoughts with that, and primarily my issue with the DLC for that game, Alex, is that they went really, really hard on how you have to kill enemies a specific way. And in Eternal, they sort of did that in general, but like you could kind of dance your way around it. You didn't have to actually use this gun on this enemy to kill them. And they scraped the de- up against being moderately annoying. Yeah. Like, at times. Yeah, and, and I one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this with you specifically is because you are a fellow compatriot lover of doom oh yeah and and actually i don't think you and i have really talked about eternal that much and i was curious how you felt about that stuff but like think picture that stuff and now the dlc ramped it up to like 200 (laughs) percent because it's it's insane 
how specific things have to be killed in the DLC. And it's and they like added probably like I don't know, six other ones. Like in 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 base eternal you can shoot the uh the gun off of the uh spider thing. Holy shit, I can't remember what they're called. Uh uh wow. No, like, I'm not like a, the I'm giant not a Doom spider fan. Gatling gun things? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, we suck. I, we suck. Seriously, Never mind. I, I we mean, suck. You and I we are the biggest so Doom fans I know, but I, yeah, like I can fuck. I can rattle off all the other names. It's um, not it's it's is it Arachnatron? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Arachnatron, but <laughs> That sounds talking, wrong. Those I feel like those are the smaller ones and then like the big mother has oh, a no. different name. Uh Spider Mastermind is the giant one. Correct. That's and yeah. was only in 2016. So if they are Arachnatrons, I can't believe we're forgetting that. We're real stupid. Fuck everything. Arachnatron, you're good. Okay. Anyway, so like in Base Eternal, you could shoot their gun off with the sniper or shoot a shoot a grenade from the uh, shotgun and hit it that way or knock it off with the ballista. They added so many enemies in Eternals DLC that you can only kill with one specific gun type and it's really frustrating and I finished it and the story was cool but I'm really frustrated by that and that's probably the last you'll ever hear me talk about Eternal on this show because I have talked about it a lot that said Alex how did you feel about Eternal in general overall I I liked it a lot um so I started it and I remember I played a couple of levels and I did my weird thing where just stopped playing it for no reason and (laughs) in the middle of it yeah like i don't know i bet you at least a month passed if not more and then yeah i had too many pins on my xbox uh home screen i'm still stuck on consoles (laughs) don't ask me why and uh i was like i want to get rid of some of these pins there's a fruit fly in my face and i want to kill myself and and i was like oh i should beat this game so i got back into it and it came back very quickly to me um, you know, I got, I got hooked in, I got sucked in pretty quickly and the, I mean, it was, I seem to remember it being extremely similar to the, the first Doom remake, whenever that yeah. was, what was that? Like, Doom 2016. 2016. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, um, definitely if, if anything, it felt like even more fast paced and like whipping around with the, the super shotgun, uh, what the hell was that? Grappling, grappling. chain yeah. now. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. I was overall a very big fan. There were times that I got very frustrated. Uh, for example, you're talking about killing enemies a certain way. The one, are they marauders or the? Yeah. Those were really annoying. Um, but overall, like it was pretty cool. The the story I like kind of cared about, kind of didn't. I think it was a problem that it had been so long since I because I played Eternal fairly late compared to everybody else and it had been so long since I played 2016 that I don't like some things were coming back to me but um, overall pretty solid game really enjoyed going through it and it was funny like I'd say for the first half of the game I was just kind of plowing through it not not as a chore but I didn't really care about collecting anything then all of a sudden halfway through I had to get everything Mm-hmm. You know, especially for all the upgrades and everything, like when you're on your base ship. So I, yeah. I would definitely like if I had to give it a play or don't play rating, definitely a play. It, it was a mm-hmm. lot of fun, especially because it's uh, on Game I, Pass now. <laughs> I admit I played it because it was on Games Pass. Um, uh, that was 
the whole reason I, I even like remembered, oh, this is out and I haven't played it. Because as anybody who remembers me, I, I, I don't really like stay super on top of new releases and everything. Mm-hmm. And um, like I saw that there was DLC and I was like, well, in order for me to get the maximum value out of Games Pass, I shouldn't get the DLC. Plus, <laughs> I, you know, I, I got my fill. Like it was, it was seriously exactly yeah. what I wanted out of a modern Doom game, and I was like, this is good enough. So I'm now with your indictment. I'm really glad I skipped it because I, I would not have liked that. Yeah, it's it sucks, and I feel like shitty saying that. Like Eternal was my game of the year last year, and I loved it. I loved how challenging they made it i loved how frantic more frantic it is because of like even more of a focus on like double jumping and dashing and grappling and jumping off of things and Mm -hmm. whatever like i thought that was awesome and a lot of people didn't like that and then the dlc like the first part i was like okay this is cool because i really did like the lore of eternal (laughs) like i read every uh, text entry that i came across i found all of them i think in the, almost the whole game. And I got like way into that. And I, and I think it like amplified my enjoyment of it. Um, like for example, the icon of sin at the end of eternal, that was awesome. Yeah. Really? Like, like that, seeing it, the whole thing. Yeah. That was so awesome. And like, it wasn't just a thing on a wall, you know, like it was like, like they actually like fleshed it out literally. Yeah. And, and you know, more as a, um, as a tyrant, as an enemy. And I, I thought that was so cool. Cause like doom 2016 was like kind of a remake of doom one. And then eternal had little hints like the icon of sin that it's like doom Two, hell on earth. And it like literally starts with hell on earth at the mm-hmm. very beginning of that game. And then like, they went really hard on that lore stuff in the DLC and it was great, but man, like they added, um, What's one that I really didn't like? They added an imp, a type of imp that was like stone. Te- teleporty? Um, wow. no. No, it uh it's it it has like stone skin and you can only kill it in in eternal with, or the DLC. Yeah, in I'm the sorry. DLC, in the DLC. And you can only kill it with the one shotgun upgrade that like rapid fires. Oh no. AKA the one that you probably never used in the whole game because it's like not very good. Like I never used it yep. in the base game. And so I think they added a bunch of things like that in the DLC that were like, Hey, we noticed people aren't using this upgrade. Let's design something around it. Let's force them to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which like we, I, we, me and AJ mentioned on the last episode, like usually he and I want that from games. Like we want developers to, like force those special things that exist in a game's systems because like it's like a really tough balance to okay we want you to use this thing but you don't have to use this thing and how do we how do we figure out how to encourage the player to experiment and i think base doom eternal did pretty well with that but then the dlc was like punching you in the face and being like no you are using this and you can only use this and fuck you yeah (laughs) Exactly. Like, like there were a couple of, uh, you know, each weapon you can branch, branch out, like basically one way or the other, like on a path almost. And there were a few that I liked both and I would have done either one happily, but Mm -hmm. the shotgun is one example of one that like, uh, one was, I would say definitely better than the other. 
um I'm trying to think the like what was the plasma gun? That one had like a yeah. charge that you could charge up and and blast it at people and it had like a radial yep. damage. Can't remember what the second thing was. The other one, the other one is like this weird plasma tether kind of like uh Yeah. Yeah, and you probably never used that one. No, did you? it looked cool, but it wasn't practical at all. The other one in a frantic right. firefight was amazing. Yeah, it's great because when you fully when you like unload the full charge, you get a you get a boosted plasma gun it's for a little bit, like it yeah, shoots and, red and, and stuff. Yeah, that and, and like the concussive blast. It's like an AOE. It's like free ammo because yeah, yeah, it spend, is. Yeah. it's like cash back on your ammo. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. There there were certain things, and it it's. I love that they had the options, but if you're giving players the option, period, and they like that better, well, that's just, you know, cool. It's yeah. nice that you offered that, but one is better than the other. Like, don't force people to use stuff that, that you have data that shows people weren't using. Right. By yeah, choice. And I, like, and I don't know if they actually did that, but yeah. I could see them doing that. And, totally. like, so that, 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 that other plasma tether thing is a good example of something in the DLC where they added this enemy, it's like a spirit that um, possesses other enemies and makes them really strong and really fast. And when you kill that enemy, the spirit is like stunned and like hanging there for a little bit. And you can only kill it with that plasma tether thing. And you're like literally ghost busting it. And again, you never use that in base eternal because it's not that good. And now here's only this one specific thing that uses it to kill and, it and the see the worst thing about that correct me if i'm wrong you can't equip them at the same time so like no you have to switch them yeah, yeah so it's like so the game's frantic and crazy in the that first would place drive me insane and and then you have to kind of like be switching your um whatever alternative fire you have on your gun on the fly and it's it's like like people were upset about eternal like critics and stuff were upset that it was like a little too much because it requires, it asks a lot of the player um, in terms of just mechanics. <laughs> and uh, the DLC was just like, yeah, here we go. You didn't like it before. Well, here's 200% of it. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting, but, um, but yeah, if you didn't like any of that, then you can totally skip the DLC. Well, um, the, um, Again, overall, really, really enjoyed the game. And if anything, it like it sent me down the Doom rabbit hole right. yet again for the umpteenth time in my life. I mean, mm -hmm. I just I typically so I grew up playing a ton of Doom 2 Hell on Earth on PC. I I'll be honest, I don't know. I think I played the original Doom in bits and pieces on Atari Jaguar. Nice. But, but never start to finish. I think the first time I played Doom 1 start to finish was in high school. So this mm, was like okay. this was like the late O 2000s and uh I downloaded it as an back when the Xbox Live Arcade was a thing. Yeah. That's the port that I I bought and played and I loved that one. It is crazy um playing it nowadays because with no super shotgun it you you feel like you know, worthless oh, yeah. half the time. I know. It's it's so crazy. Like Doom 2 is my favorite mm -hmm. same. of the classic same, same, two. Same. 
And and replaying one is just like, oh my god, where is the super shotgun? <laughs> like, yes, that's exactly I, how you feel. I need I need the super shotgun, and like it's it is a weird one to go back to. And it, it I'm I'm the same. I played two way more. Um, like I'm pretty sure I played two first, mm-hmm. uh, and then and then went back and played one. Yep. Which um, you know, one is still great, obviously. Sure. But it's just uh. Yeah, and so like the classic Doom thing, I was just playing Doom 64 before we started recording, which I have never played Doom 64. I remember it when it came out, and I remember playing like a little bit of it, but I didn't beat it. And uh, that's a strange game. That is the the most video game common ground in terms of... uh, Nick and I have very similar tastes gaming-wise, but in terms of something that we're both we both recently played and it's something that we had never played before. I just played doom 64, you know, after eternal cause mm-hmm. I bought a couple dooms on sale. I got, I want to talk about the, the two classic, the best version that I've played so far in a little bit. I bought that and I bought doom 64 and I played that start to finish. I had never even, I not only had I never played it, but I'd never even seen it before. Oh, wow. Like, okay. At all. I'd like, I think sometimes I kind of forgot that it existed. And I was like, yeah. all right, well, as a acolyte of Doom, whether I like it or not, I have to play it. And right, right off the bat, yeah, it's it's very different. Um, the the art style is a lot different. Now, of course, you're they were trying to show off new capabilities on the Nintendo 64. So I totally Yeah. Agree. It's really funny to think that the Nintendo 64 was like this upgrade in terms of yes. hardware compared yeah. to PCs at the time. Yeah. Yep. Really is. But, uh, you know, same general feel. I think one of the things that I miss the most, I mean, probably out of all the doom games, I, I would say it is definitively my least favorite. Uh, there are Nick and I were just briefly talking about this before we got on the, there are, a there's a good bit of puzzles there are a good, good bit of puzzles that aren't particularly clever. They're just annoying. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow, I can't speak. Sorry. Annoying <laughs> and obtuse. Um, yeah. The game overall is kind of dark and dreary. It's not, yeah. not really nice to look at. And one of the biggest disappointments, and I know you'll agree with me here, is the music is eerie and cool, but it's an extreme disappointment for Doom. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the things I noted, like, because cause I didn't remember any of the game, except I do clearly remember the when you first launched that game, even back on N64, it's all the soldiers and enemies fighting on the Doom title, and I remember the music, like, yeah, so clearly. Yeah, like, that, that music was, like, ingrained in my brain. When it started playing, I was like, holy shit, I saw, I actually watched my buddy Tyler play this game so much, and... I started playing it and I was like, there's no music. Yeah. It's like, there's, it's there's like, like no music to this game. It's ambience. Like, yeah, it's just ambience. ambient. Yeah. It's, it's almost like proto doom three where they went like horror themed instead of like the run and gun stuff of one and two. Yes. It's really, really strange. That, yeah. Actually, that's a really good uh, analogy. I, I hadn't even thought of that, but yeah, I, I, that one I admit it was a little bit of a slog for me. Like I finished it because, I wanted to say that I had finished it and I'd played it. Yeah, before. that's why I'm gonna play through it too. Yeah, but but I won't play it again. Um, I will tell you to look up. There are certain levels where you can get things that upgrade that permanently upgrade the Unmaker 
which oh, is yeah. like mm-hmm. the ultimate gun, and it makes a huge difference at the at the end of the game in the final boss. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. yeah, I mean, did I, you uh, did you ahead. get the Unmaker in Eternal? Um, yes, yes, I did. Okay. Yep. Yeah, because okay. like I said, I think I I think I wound up doing like everything because I I was I gonna so say hooked. you would have had to collect a lot of stuff to get to that point. I so, loved yeah. all the vinyls. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like Eternal base game, so good. Yeah, I, I I think it's so good. It's like a really good love letter to the series. It definitely is. But uh, the then I I mentioned I wanted to talk about, in my opinion, the best version I have found so far of Doom Two is, and I'm sure I'm certain it's on PC. But even the console version, it feels very PC in the way that I can find no record of the old Xbox Live arcade version. You know where you just buy it and you have that game and nothing else it's Hmm. like bethesda overhauled this one with uh quick saves and quick loads which Mm -hmm. on a console that's a huge deal yeah Uh, and and it made the overall experience so much more enjoyable because every once in a while you screw up and you shoot a bazooka in your face and you lose 20 (laughs) like you watched me do right before we started yeah it's absolutely horrible (laughs) and just you know i I would spam quick saves and like I've beaten the game so many times. I don't give a shit. Like I didn't feel guilty doing that. And Mm -hmm. on top of that, they give you access to a ton of fan created content. That is, it's not canon, but you know, like a bunch of extra, um, well, I think master levels were official and licensed or something like that. Yeah. And, um, plutonium and TNT and stuff like that, that was officially released eventually. Okay. So, but the point is that stuff that was completely inaccessible to like the average console gamer like me, you can play all of that on this version and you Mm -hmm. can even play this wild Viking skinned version of like of a doom on hmm. there like dude there's so much shit in it like i mean if you're if you're really a doom freak and just want to play as much as you can uh of that kind of stuff that is like a must buy in my opinion because they're and, and it looks yeah. it looks great and everything they pre- i'm pretty sure it's in well i mean it's a freaking 2d it should be 60 frames but it just yeah yeah it's it great. should be yeah it's really awesome yeah, it's really cool that they added that to the console versions. Again, my buddy Tyler is like the uh, the biggest Doom fan that I know, and uh, he he was like really excited about that because they did that on the PlayStation versions as well. And um, yeah, like that harkens back to my original experience with Doom, which was a lot of user created stuff on PC like when when we really got into Doom it was like long after its popularity we were like 12 or something but we had discovered this basically this custom uh domain for Doom hosting that people just uploaded custom maps and deathmatch maps and campaigns and totally reskinned things and all these things like we had we were doing that like when we were teenagers and that was that was like peak doom for me mm-hmm. i played a ton of doom multiplayer during that like what easily one of my most played video games of all time is doom multiplayer <laughs> like classic doom multiplayer and and it's awesome that they added it to these newer versions because that that whatever viking skin theme 
there were a billion of those like yeah, different like sure. totally different things like back then and and people just like making their own custom sprites and custom maps and like building entire entire campaigns around maps that they made you know like it wasn't anything official or whatever and yeah it's awesome that they added that now and that leads into a question have you played sigil do you know what sigil is no john romero released a new series of levels like two years ago called sigil for two for doom, for doom one i think okay actually um, I think it's Doom One. Ooh, I can't remember now. I wish Bethesda would come out with what I just told you—that console package for Doom One. That'd be I so thought, cool. If it doesn't exist, I thought it did. Well, maybe it so, does. Yeah, I gotta look. So, so if it doesn't, it was Doom Two because I'm like 99% sure Sigil is available on the console versions of Doom uh, now. Okay, gotcha. And um, yeah, like how how random is that? Like. 30 years later or whatever, even more, more? No, 30 years later. Yeah, early John 90s. Romero, one of the original guys, the, the guy who made all the levels, basically, in the original game, releases, like, this, you know, classic Doom series of maps that are, like, really, ch they were really challenging, they were really puzzly, but it was just really cool that he released that. Like, out of nowhere. It was just out of nowhere. He's like, here's, like, five new levels or whatever. <laughs> yeah, speaking of John Romero, how about... And I sent this to Nick whenever I was wrapping up Doom 2 recently. This would have been, like, three weeks ago or something. I sent him a clip. So whenever you go into the final level of Doom 2, Hell on Earth, and it, the Icon of Sin, as soon as you warp into the stage, there's, like, this demonic... Uh, you, it's a voice. You can't make it out. You have no idea what it is, but it just it mm -hmm. sounds awesome. And I never knew this, and I don't think you did either, Nick. Nope. If you play it backwards, and I watched a YouTube video, it says something like, to beat the game, you must kill me, the creator, John Romero. And I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah, yeah it's so awesome. And, and you can only get, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I haven't done this since forever ago when you could clip through walls and stuff i know where you're going but but john romero's head is on a spike behind the icon of sin you but you can't access that without like cheats turned you, on you need idclip i know all the I, I didn't look these up these were from my childhood idclip yeah. idkfa and iddqd uh for for no clipping uh un, all guns and unlimited ammo and um god mode where those were the cheat codes yeah. And you needed to put in uh, IDCLIP to like, basically, if you just pushed up against a wall, if it went nowhere, it would just like keep blurring for infinity. But if you could go up, down or through it, you know, you would just do that. So if you yeah. put that cheat in and went up to the icon of sin, uh, I read all about the mechanics of it. It's really cool. Behind that like lava pit in its head, that's where John Romero's head is. Mm -hmm. And you know, it, it follows all the, the physics of everything else in the game. Like, it, you're supposed to get uh, rocket rounds through that. It's a it's not actually a wall. You know, it looks like it is, but it's not. And you can get them yep. through there. But, like, it has hit points, and it receives splash damage if you don't quite, you know, hit it right and everything. It's just it's mm -hmm. really cool. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's great. And, yeah, I never knew. Like, that was, like, such a revelation like a month ago or whatever you yeah. sent that i don't After even know when that time. was yeah but, uh, honestly dude the um 
the my biggest takeaway from my most recent playthrough of Doom 2 is just that rekindling of my love for the music. I yeah. Mean, you're the metalhead, metalhead, obviously, but I just I have such an appreciation for the way that they captured the genre that time. Yeah. And like the the darkness, like the evilness, whatever you want, like the yeah, the hellish nature of it in that music. It's in the music, and I don't know how to explain it. You just have to you either understand it or you don't. And it's so cool. And I've been playing the soundtrack nonstop. I like Tara's obsessed with it, you know, because she she watches me play most everything. Every time she'll be like, "Play Doom music," you know, like during the work day. <laughs> and it's so funny because my company. Uh, they just sent out a survey to all their employees for probably for some social thing they're doing. They were like, send us what your song is, for <laughs> your, your get shit done song. Basically they're like, whenever you need to, whenever you need to power through something. And I sent them, Sean's got the shotgun and they're going to be like, what is wrong with this kid? And I'll be like, I don't care. <laughs> it's that song, the build up on in that song and, Oh my god, it's just that is my favorite Doom track, I think. Yeah, I like that that's what makes 64 so shitty. <laughs> like yeah. cuz cuz the music really was a big deal. Like in even 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 way back when when we were experimenting with all those custom things like I like I mentioned, that was when I was discovering metal like for the first time. So like I had the experience of a kid playing Doom in like 92 in like 2004 or whatever, mm -hmm. 2003. And that was such a cool thing because like, I remember listening to Metallica and getting really into Metallica at the time and playing doom one, doom one and doom two and E one M one is a riff from a Metallica song. It's, it's just, yep. it's just repeated over and over and over. And like we, I remember me and Tyler, like realizing that back in the day and being like, holy shit, what? And then like, and this was, you know, this was far enough back that like, yeah, we were on the internet and stuff, but this wasn't like common knowledge. It wasn't like, you know, we were too young. We weren't exposed to video game shit constantly. There weren't podcasts. There wasn't, you know, all this common knowledge shared between gamers of like classic games. And so like, it was like such a revelation and yeah. And there's like a bunch more that you can, look up that they basically took riffs from put through a MIDI keyboard and like down sampled it all to like those polyphonic noises and whatever. The, the and craziest one is bye bye American pie. That's what it's known <laughs> as in the game. I didn't realize it until this most recent one. Cause I was like, why does this song sound so familiar? It's not just a riff. It just is them bones by Alice. Yeah. Right. It's right. just that song. And I was like, this right. is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, it's so it's so cool. And and even then, not like all that stuff aside, like all the um all the unique stuff to those games, like even the broody atmospheric eerie stuff was like really cool. And they even tried to make stuff like scary and dark and weird in some of those levels. And uh, man, it's just like 64 is just like not it it's it's like it's like somebody just shit it out, you know. Like yeah, it, it, it's like, you know, we, we updated the sprites and tried to take more advantage of more pixels and stuff like that. But like, but like, no, but did nobody sit down and think like, man, music was a pretty big deal with these first two games. And now it's now we don't care. I don't know. I think Strange. 
don't quote me. I swear it like has decent critical acclaim and mm, I yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where I think if you revisited it, it <laughs> revisited it. Oh my god. <laughs> it today. <laughs> you that, leave that in. I, I need to. I just want to be ashamed oh, of myself. Oh, I'm not editing anything. Yeah, good, good, good. So, um, I feel like today it wouldn't stand up as well, like with a really an actual critical eye, you know. Yeah. It, versus like everything else is perfect, basically. Uh, yeah, I think Classic Doom still holds up really well. Uh, yeah. I think I think it's still worth playing. It's still worth being knowledgeable knowledgeable about if you play video games at all. Like. At least play one, one or two. Like it's oh, yeah. it's ab- it's an absolute must experience. It's so important. Not only is it a great experience and a great game, but I tell anybody who will listen, like this is why this and Wolfenstein, like it's why we have first person shooters. This game yeah. is so important. And yeah. um, uh, the other one that the last time I played it, which at this point would probably be. Honestly, it might have been my senior year of college, um, so like eight years ago or something like that. But Doom Three hasn't aged amazingly. It was yeah. groundbreaking and one of the best games I ever played when it came out. Yeah, but it's it's just okay now. Yeah, I'm I'm not a fan of three. I I don't think I ever really was. I like when it came out. Um, I didn't have I didn't have a capable PC at the time when that came out. And my again, my buddy Tyler was like all in immediately on Xbox because mm-hmm. it came out on Xbox, which was like a wild thing back then. And uh, I saw him play most of the game. And so it just wasn't like I was like, oh, I, you know, I kind of experienced this game by proxy in a lot of ways. So then my similar time period, I played through it myself for the first time in college because they re-released a collection on 360, the BFG collection. Yep. If you remember. That was that, when I replayed it. That was that was also when I replayed it and it included the DLC because funny enough, back on original Xbox there was DLC for that game. It was like an separate Res- Resurrection disc. of Evil? Yeah, I think that's what it was, yeah. I can picture that like bird demon on yeah. the front. Yeah, I should say winged demon. That would probably be a lot more accurate. <laughs> Bird <But>. demon. <laughs> yeah, I, I that was the first time I played through it myself, and they made it less of like a horror game because you could dual wield the flashlight and the gun and whatever. And yeah, I just oh, don't think. Right. Yeah, that was a big change. That was and a like huge pe- deal. People, people are really critical of that now because it 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 changed. Like the original version of Doom Three was literally a horror game more than a shooter, mm-hmm. and then they kind of scaled that back and let you have the flashlight out all the time because it's a really dark game. And then it's more of like a, I would say it's more like a typical Doom game at that point, which I was thankful for. But it also reveals that Doom Three is kind of just not a very good game. That's exactly right. Like it made it more convenient and catered to, I would say a larger audience but then it was like oh well if you change that fundamental way that it worked to begin with it's not very special or yeah and or like what they were going for at exactly. all you yeah. know like it yeah it i i totally understand that criticism and 
sometimes I wonder if that colors my experience of Doom 3 because that's the one I played through myself instead of just watching. But, yeah, 3 is... I, like, that's a game I'd never replay. Same. I, I'm you know? not going to play Doom 3 again, and I'm not going to play uh, 64 again. No. The other yeah, ones, no. I... I I could at any time for any reason. <laughs> I, yeah, I could play through one or two yeah, at I'll, any time. I'll definitely play those again. And, you know, I might one day pick up 2016 or Eternal again, just like on a random whim. Who knows? But um, yeah, I kind of want to replay 2016 just to go back and see because like Eternal was not like there. It was like really divisive, which you probably didn't hear about. Like. People that love 2016, some of them were, like, turned off by Eternal. Mm -hmm. So I, I sort of want to go back and replay 2016 and just be like, what, like, am I wrong? Yeah. Like, what am I, what am I forgetting? Because I think Eternal was, like, a serious improvement on 2016 as, as much as I loved it. But yeah. Um, did you... Last question, and then maybe we can talk about something that isn't Doom. Well, uh, no, because I have two more quick Doom things. Okay, but okay great. Okay, we <laughs> can just talk. This could be Doomcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, did you play Eternal on Ultra Violence? I'm damn near certain I did. I'm when it, It's like a, a matter of honor when you play a Doom game to do the one beneath the worst. Right. That's what I typically do. I, I know that's what I do on the old ones. Yeah, so I I'm on record of I think probably both two v one and whiff punish that ultra violence I think is the way to play Doom mm -hmm. specifically classic Doom. Yes, whether you choose to do that on 2016 or ultra violences depends how much you hate yourself. <laughs> but so like I finished Eternal on ultra violence base game DLC I gave up I turned it down. <laughs> Well, for all that bullshit that you had to deal with, I I would have it, to. It was so so difficult on ultraviolence. Yeah, <laughs> and and even even on normal, I died a lot, especially in part two of the DLC, which was like really humbling. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, but what else? What else well, you got on Doom? We're done with all the games. We're not going to spend like oh, okay, yeah, time here we on go. These, but it's appropriate. <laughs> yeah. After I finished my Doom Mania, I <laughs> wanted to. I saw Doom Annihilation on Netflix, and it looked. It has abysmal ratings, but I had <laughs> to watch it. And then we had a friend over. Plus, Tara had never seen the original. My friend Yara and I, we hadn't seen the original since it came out, which was 2005, if you can believe that. And wow, the, the I saw rock, it in theaters. It, that's amazing. I'm yeah. pretty sure Simon rented it and brought it over because that's what he did back then. But yeah. Um, the Rock, Carl Urban, Rosmond, somebody or other, can't remember her name, Rosmond Pike. But uh, anyways, watched that and terrible movie, but still kind of fun. And the thing I hate about both movies is they focus on it being like this genetic engineering thing. It's not just like straight yeah, not up hell. demons in hell. It's like, yeah, it's definitely related to that. That It's, it's implied that that's where the portal is going to, but. I mean, so right off the bat, they pissed me off in that regard. Um, yeah. But the first one's pretty terrible, but also pretty funny. And like, if you want to, sure, check it out. Annihilation is unbelievably skippable. I mean, it was just really so, it was it's so, so stupid. And like I the the, the fun, here's the funny thing. The worst part about it had nothing to do with Doom. 
they kept referring to cryo sleep as crypto sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, crypto sleep, that's what I do every night when I go to bed and I look at my games. But I'm, I'm sitting there. Did they seriously say that? Like I nobody edited? <laughs> I Wait, it gets weirder. They said cryo once. <laughs> which I even thought to myself, maybe it's a goofy, um, because this came out, I think in like 2019, I was like, maybe the director was like shilling crypto back then, like trying to be yeah. like real subtle about it. Yeah. No, because they say crypto, um, God, they say cryo one time, every other time they say, and it's, you know, a half dozen times. And I was like, this movie is trash. <laughs> the, I find it so funny. <laughs> It 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 was funny. They they did a little bit more on the nose, but also like cringy fan service in Annihilation. Like mm. they had the uh, like I did like they had Sumerian writing on the wall, which was really cool. Like fucking Ooh. ancient satanic, you know, we we gave you language kind of thing. Like that was cool. Um, mm. There was a dead guy on the ground, and they checked his tag, and it was Sergeant William Blaskovich, which I was like, "Oh, oh that's, that's a fun kinda, little, yeah, that's yeah. a fun little thing." Yeah, um, but yeah, they're they're both terrible movies. I mean, if you if you've got time to burn on this earth, knock yourself out by all means. But um, yeah, we watched both of those in the past week, and that was fun. I still think cryptos. <laughs> It's like the funniest. It's seriously so terrible. It's 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 funny because it's funny. (laughs) It's funny because somebody edited that movie. You know, they 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 had the scenes. They shot probably multiple takes of that. Anytime (laughs) crypto sleep was mentioned, and it it either and they were just like fuck it. Yeah, they just didn't care. I mean, I wouldn't care either at that point. Yeah. But. Yeah, like at that like either like the actor probably just kept saying crypto and they were like fucking stop screwing up this take. Th- that that's actually very possible. That is so yeah. true. Yeah, oh, and, that, and the, the other that is infinitely mention. hilarious to I, me for I'm, some reason. I'm so glad you enjoyed it as much as we did because we were equally flabbergasted. <laughs> and I did forget to mention in the original, they have this cheesy, horrible first person yeah. sequence. And it's like four minutes long. <laughs> and I, I sent you guys the one clip like he turns to the side and there's this demon like, <laughs> like laughing and he blows his head off. It's so stupid it's that that whole sequence reminds me of the stupid like arcade shooters like house of the dead way more than doom it's not it's not doom it's it's more like this stupid scripted shooter games like yeah especially that speaking of are we done with doom yeah yeah we could be done with doom with punish games cast from like 20 years ago i recently one of my clients is a uh, resident evil freak same way i am Okay. And I realized it was it would have been I think during our GameStop years, Resident Evil Umbrella Chronicles, yeah, and is it Dark Side Chronicles? I think mm. they came out on the Wii okay. within a couple years of each other. Totally skipped them, you know, because mm. I I didn't have a Wii at the time. I didn't care about the Wii. Still don't care about the Wii. I don't know why I have one. Um, I think we got it from Tara's families. Like it was just rotting at their house. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. But um, like ninety nine percent of the people that bought a Wii, exactly. And yeah. so I was talking to my client, and he he brought them up, and I was my interest was just so piqued, and I immediately went on eBay. I found like this custom 
paraphernalia that you put the Wiimote and the nunchuck in and it makes a gun and it's oh, yeah, yeah. Evil mm-hmm. branded, it's licensed and I and both games and they were in my like new condition. Like most yeah. people would say like new, like one out of ten of them actually qualifies. But um I went ahead I just I bought it all and because I just wanted to see what the game what they were all about. And the reason I say Nick gave me a good segue is because they are, if you don't know, they're on the rails shooters like. Oh, OK. They're ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, light gun shooters. But yeah, um, Tara and I were playing them. Uh, we we beat, quote, the first one, which is Umbrella Chronicles. They are way too short. <laughs> I mean, like, I can't believe they tried and passed these off as full games. I will say th- they emphasize replaying them i was gonna ask if you're gonna do that yeah you can upgrade guns and here's Uh the thing that sucks you can upgrade new or you can unlock new levels and there's like several and i do want to see them but i'm like oof you know like i gotta put a little bit more time in but they're they were so short to begin with i i probably will at some point so we played umbrella chronicles and then i think dark side chronicles came out after that and we haven't touched that one yet but it just just a random thing to the RE fans out there like me. Um, if you have a Wii sitting around, I, last time I checked, Umbrella Chronicles, you can get brand new. I saw it on Amazon for like $23. The other one is a little bit more expensive, like on eBay, 30 40 bucks, something like that. And you don't need goofy paraphernalia. I just wanted it because I'm stupid. So Yeah, I uh, when you said you were playing that, I totally didn't remember what that one was. And I'm shocked that you went out of your way to play it on the Wii and, it, and it's stuff just, like that. Like I said, it's that my fanboyism when it comes to franchises, Resident yeah. Evil is probably number one. That's my only explanation for why I did that. It is yeah. neat though. Like each uh, play, I think they're called scenarios. Probably each scenario is an entire game. So like the first scenario oh. you play Resident Evil zero and Oh, yeah, you get through it in like an hour, but they go through all the major plot points in the areas and like you do the train in, you know, 10 minutes. But it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool. Like, I I like that aspect of it. They they sort of do like a summary retelling of what happened in that game. And, um, you know, that is kind of cool. Yeah, it's it is it is fun for fans of the series. If you don't care about Resident Evil, don't play this game. <laughs> but yeah, yeah don't pull you, out your Wii just for this. No, game. it's not worth it. But other than that, it it's kind of fun, and and I've I've enjoyed uh, revisiting that stuff. Plus, I'm getting excited for freaking Village. I was going to ask you, yeah, like that's that is that is soon. Oh my yeah. god! So the that's the other thing that I was talking to Nick about before we got on here is um, I'm not only am I still on consoles, but I'm just I have a, I have an Xbox One and a, and a PS4. <clears throat> um. I can't possibly own one of those consoles when they're worth more than retail because I just I would resell it. Like I can't even help it; it just happens. And yeah. Matter of fact, I did get a, a PS5 probably five months ago and resold it because they're so expensive. But um, I will have to get both consoles because I have to play the Demon Souls remake, which yeah. you haven't played that yet, right, Nick? No, I don't have a PS5. Oh my god, I can't wait. At some point, yeah. Um, and then Village is is that on both consoles? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's coming out on. It's on both consoles, and I'm pretty sure it's coming out on PS4 and and Xbox. Holy shit! No way. Yeah, well, I it, I could be wrong, but I'm like 
85% yeah. sure they're still coming out on last gen. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely play the the new slash current gen ones only because there is one console seller per console for me. There's Demon Souls on PS5, and I'm a huge Halo fanboy. It is still to this day my favorite multi. I still play MCC. I still play 5. So I'm, ex- I'm I was really, hoping- really excited. Yeah, internet. when you mentioned that on uh, Craftheads podcast episode 122. Nice. You got it, yeah. man. Nice okay. citation. Uh whenever whenever you mentioned Halo, I was like, man, I did just rebuy that on PC. And cuz they put the Master Chief collection on PC, and I was like I would love if we could play that again. I'm pretty sure it still doesn't have crossplay. No, it does. <laughs> Oh, it does. 100%. Between PC, yeah, it's fucking amazing, dude. MCC oh shit, is really awesome. minus three because three is trash. So, wait, have you t- you know this for sure? Yeah, because I- when I'm in a lobby, it shows whether they're on console. Like, there's a little controller. Oh shit, or there's a keyboard. I- oh PC. man, that's awesome because um, last time I looked, which was I don't know, I guess six months ago, maybe at this point, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it was implemented yet. They've and been I was, adding a ton of stuff to MCC. Like they have all yeah. that insanity with seasons and God knows. I, I, battle I passes. Literally do don't they do even, battle passes? Maybe, probably. I don't even oh, know wow. what it is because wow, am I not participating in that? But um, it's overall the the game support is so good. Uh, you know, however however many years later, you can get into games, which is good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I I was texting Nick and Josh about this the other day too. They added reach i want to say in the past calendar year i don't remember yeah it was, was it was recent enough yeah that game has aged very well yeah it's so much fun online like it's just awesome so reach reach was the one i last played because i played checked a out shitload of that together yeah yeah uh whenever i last had a game pass subscription because the only time i ever use game pass is when i can get it for very cheap or Same. for free <laughs> and the last time i had it which was i don't even know at this point um i i was like oh i should at least check out mcc on pc because i haven't played halo on pc since halo one and it's something i've wanted forever and i just never got around to buying it because mcc left a real sour taste in everybody's mouth so i checked it out on game pass and, and i was like oh this is awesome and the only game that was like really populated was reach Mm-hmm. And so it was like really awesome kind of revisiting Reach. But the reason I was skeptical about crossplay working was because that was when I checked and it was definitely only matchmaking against PC and it was taking a long time to find games. And I thought, holy shit, they finally brought this out on PC and nobody is playing it. Yeah. Like that sucks. That sucks so bad. Like this could be amazing. And now I want to install it immediately. You I was, can always count on console gamers to keep Halo alive, I feel like. Yeah, like I want to install it immediately because I feel like Josh does not know that either because he would probably be playing with you immediately. Yeah, you're, you're right. I hadn't even thought of that. And and maybe, um, you know, wow, I'll feel disgusted if I'm spreading misinformation. But I, I think it's a reasonable assumption to say that if there's controllers and keyboards, they're implying those are PC players. The only reason it might not be is you can technically use a mouse and keyboard on console. So it would be interesting if it recognized that, but usually you're correct. That's yeah. how they signal that somebody is playing on PC. So I'm going to look into it immediately after yeah, this episode. Perfect. Because, so take this because, with a grain of salt, everybody. But that yeah. seems like a reasonable assumption. 
Yeah, because I was like really thinking like I think it's time for us to get back into Halo because yeah. Josh Josh got a PC and he's been saying like I'll play it, we should play it. I bought it recently. I just haven't launched it because I didn't think crossplay existed yet, and I was kind of just getting it on sale to have yep. it. Um, so I'm very curious about that now. Yep. And check and, your settings uh, too. Sometimes by default, you have it to doesn't enable. let you do that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious. I think I think he would I think Josh would buy it like right now yeah. if if it actually does it because we had this little stint in the last I don't know 6 or 7 months of playing Overwatch a lot, mm-hmm. which uh was great cuz I always wanted to play Overwatch with Josh, but way back when during 2v1 he was stuck on a console and <laughs> Overwatch is sort of getting sunset it a little bit with our group like we're not as excited about it anymore and whatever so halo would be the perfect thing oh my god yeah that would be great and you're still playing it which would be great yeah like i seldom ever go through periods where i'm playing it frequently but i can and will get on at any time for like anybody gives me an excuse you know, like yeah. Kaylee texts me a lot and he'll be like, I say Kaylee as though it matters whether people hear Yaley or that. But <laughs> um, Kaylee has been on 2v1 like uh, yeah, two multiple times. times. So friend yeah. Yaley, he, he'll yeah. text me. He'll be like, you want to play Halo? And I'm like, fuck, yeah, I want to play Halo. It's Halo. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at on on all of that stuff. Definitely find out if we can do crossplay because that would be incredible. Yeah, and, I was. Uh, yeah, I was. I'm really hopeful that it actually happened because if it did, nobody talked about it. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and, and it was funny whenever you brought up that episode that we did together, and the fact that you just cited it just today. One of our listeners texted me, and he goes, "Oh, so Halo Three is your favorite one, right?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, he must have got." At the end, I'm real drunk and just yeah. so mad at Halo Three. It's great. Yeah. It. It, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, when I re- I listened to it, I was like, "Wow, the end of this episode is all over the place." <laughs> yeah, we were. I had to do some hard doom sound effect transitions because we we basically had like it was fairly structured structured early on, and then then it just became a portal for the three of us to hang out, and it was hilarious. But yeah, um, that, yeah, yeah, it's it's a good long episode to make up for some uh, a little bit of a dearth of content that we had recently had. Uh, yeah. But uh, the last, the other, my last couple video game notes I had, and I mentioned this to you, the only other things I was recently playing, uh, I recently beat Ori 2, which I just want to tell anybody who hasn't played it, it's perfect. It's, aside from some technical issues, which wouldn't be surprised if they're console only, I don't know if you can shed any light on that. Um, There was a little bit of frame rate problems even on the pc version yeah and like the thing that sometimes loading was really bad and the most infuriating part uh if if you're not familiar with it it's a beautiful side scroller with like basically perfect controls for the listeners but uh Mm -hmm. i sometimes i would traverse the maps so quickly the camera wouldn't keep up like i would literally get to the edge and it was i was like fuck you move wow wow that's weird very annoying but the game Hmm is perfect otherwise i absolutely i love the chase sequences i love all that shit they're, yeah they're it was a great game i think i already can't remember and i just gave aj shit on the last episode for not remembering his game of the year but i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure ori 2 was on both of our lists it would be it, came, it would be for me 
Yeah, sure. it just came out last year, so yeah, yep. it's a great game. So that on, that, on Game Pass, on Games Pass, yes. I, actually, yeah. as another Games Pass note, you were saying you like to get it cheap or free or whatever. Uh, I always watch for sales, and like I saw, I think it was around the time of Black Friday. A fifth Games Pass, of course, is fifteen a month. Uh, no, is it? Yeah, I think if they let you still it split it out, I think it's fifteen because that technically gives you the PC one too. Yes, that's it's technically Games Pass Ultimate. It's fifteen yeah. a month, and you know the way I look at it, I never like like to let my live lapse. I just need to know that it's there if I want to get on and play Halo, for example. So to me, mm-hmm. I'd like to keep it around the price that I'm used to from the old days, which was sixty a year for live, and you can always wait right. for sale and get it for like fifty. So that's like my perfect sweet spot number, <laughs> and um, you know it's a little bit more expensive nowadays. But uh, Target had a sale where three months was twenty bucks. So wow. obviously huge savings. I bought three and what I do is I don't redeem them all at once. I redeem one and then I turn, like I wait until my subscription is almost done. I redeem it and then I turn off auto billing because usually they'll be like, hey, we'll give you an extra month if you turn on auto billing. And I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> and then when it gets to the end, I turn it off. I redeem a code. I love doing that shit. But um, and they had that whole thing, too. I remember people saying, like, I got like three years of ultimate or game pass for like a dollar. Do you remember that? It happened to me. I swear to God, I had like a year and a half of games pass ultimate and it literally cost me a dollar and they never reneged. And they didn't do anything. Yeah, because I think I think there was like a very short window where that happened and I didn't capitalize on it. I kind of regret it. But I heard also that they sort of like canceled some people's orders of that because it wasn't it was a mistake. Yeah, I think it, it so. happened to some people, maybe even Josh. It did not happen to me. Yeah, I it got might away have with it. Josh, yeah. And you know what? Long term, it benefited them because they got their hooks in me yeah. and I like it. I like having it. I mean, yeah, Game Pass is really good. It yeah. is. I mean, first party releases like I literally won't have to buy Halo. I mean, right. that's incredible. And they're releasing fair, Halo's multiplayer as a free to play thing, too. Oh, which wow, is crazy. That is so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Um, like, I don't balk at paying $12 a month for Netflix. Why is this any different? You know, yeah, like that's it's true. It really it really is pretty fair. I, I think. It, and if you're a huge gamer and you play a whole hell of a lot more stuff than I do, then it's, in my opinion, an absolute absolute no brainer. But um it's a great it's a great thing it's a great thing for people that are like you i would say that aren't constantly playing like the new shit you so know? it's just like, great in other words it's great yes it's great it's great <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean like for me personally i only capitalize on it so often because like i've played a lot of the games that are on there already mm-hmm. and um so it doesn't usually like in reality it doesn't benefit me that much but yeah, if I if I wasn't like on top of stuff as I, like I am. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's it's a really I think it's a very good fair deal. So yeah, totally. always something to check out if if you don't have uh Ori 2 is sweet and yeah. the other game that I'm randomly playing is Assassin's Creed Origin yeah. Origins. I uh I fell off of I fell off the Creed wagon a very long time ago i think my last main one was black flag which is also probably my favorite one it's um, a real good one it would be a tie between black flag and, and brotherhood which was the third of the Ezio trilogy um i skipped a couple in between like assassin's creed 3 it, it was a struggle for me to play black flag i think you and josh almost 
borderline coerced me into it because you said how good it was. And yeah. I had three still in my mouth and I was like, boy, did I not care about that game really? No. no. Yeah. So um, that it, it's kind of nice to be back to them. I skipped a couple in the middle. I really enjoy it. It's very different. It's a, it's a loot game above all, yeah. you know, yep. so there's that, but it, those games still mesmerize me with how good they look. I mean, origins yeah. is old at this point, probably like four years old. Looks unbelievable. And yeah, this will make you laugh in typical Alex fashion. I bought a game, even though I'm not playing it. I saw, um, what's the ancient Rome one? Odyssey. Odyssey. I saw Odyssey for like $9 at Best Buy two months ago. And I was like, I'll play it one day. It's $9. <laughs> so when I'm done with Origins, I'll I'll play that eventually too. I'm curious if you finish Odyssey. Uh, it is... I I did not finish Odyssey. Okay. I did I did finish Origins. I liked Origins a lot. I uh I played that game in like two chunks. Mm-hmm. Um where I played probably half of it. I went really hard on it, loved it, then didn't play it for how long. So you pulled an Alex. Yeah, I did. I did <laughs> what you normally do. I uh and then I came back to it and finished it and did I didn't do hardly anything in that game. There was a huge part of the map I never even saw, but I finished the story. And then Odyssey, I was very into. I thought Odyssey's setting is awesome. I think it's more of a lighthearted kind of silly game. Um, like the characters that you can play are kind of like not as serious as Bayek <laughs> is in Origins. And uh, so Odyssey is really different again. Like it's it's a similar gameplay thing like it's oh it's the huge open world it looks amazing and it's an it's a loot driven hack and slash kind of thing but the story is just really long it's so long and i didn't finish it and i'm i'm okay with never finishing it because i looked up what happens because i did play valhalla Uh i did not finish valhalla either oh boy (laughs) even though i really like valhalla it was on i think it was my number 10 on my list last year i got i think i have 70 to 80 hours in that game alex and wasn't wasn't even close to finishing it that's that is so too much for this and it's 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 too much and and i was even after point like i did a ton of side stuff in valhalla because like the setting is right up my alley i actually was into the like i like the character i like the story in that game i think it's solid and um I was like fucking around for a lot of my playtime, but then probably the last 20-ish hours that I played, I was like, I am only doing the main story. I'm just going main story, main story, main story, mm-hmm. main story. And I still didn't finish you it. Just, yeah, you just couldn't. Yeah, the, I've I've actually been very mindful of that in Origins. Like yeah. every time I see a marker, I'm like, Alex, resist your usual OCD. Like you're just playing this to experience oh, yeah. it, see the world and the story. And that's exactly what I'm doing. But it's funny you bring up the map because... Like, I have a good bit of time in it, probably like 20 hours. I looked at the map, and I have seen like 40% of the game. And I'm like, yeah, holy shit. You know, yeah. like, it's nice in the sense that if you were obsessed with those games, they definitely give you your money's worth. You yeah. can spend as much time as you want in those games. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's really, AJ and I sort of talked about it on one episode. It's like, it's really interesting. Like, those games are not made for... They're not made for people that play a ton of games. No, they're, they're really not. They're made they're made for somebody that buys like a game or two a year and they're like gonna get a ton of 
value out of it, you know, and it's, it's such a strange thing to exist. Like, I think that is so crazy that Valhalla and Odyssey, a negative for me is that I couldn't finish them. Like they had too much content. And it's even weirder considering the source, you know, it's Ubisoft. They're, they develop and publish it or. Yeah. And so, you know, like one of the big giant turnout games and make money developers yeah. of the world, like it seems counterproductive to what you would think yeah. their end game is, which is crazy. Yeah, that was that was like that's one of my like defenses of Creed actually yes. is that Same. is that like regardless of Ubisoft's thing and how mu- how they really do just pump out games or they were really just pumping out games for a while like they they took a they made a change with Origins and they do them currently every 2 years mm-hmm. and so they're spending more time on them and they're putting so much effort into those games. Like historically, even if it's like not totally accurate, it's a ton of information about yeah. that time period. I love learning that, names. Yeah. And it's, places. It is so it is so insane how much effort is put into those games. It's it's just it's staggering. And like it might be in like not the best gameplay, like it's kind of like repeatable, similar stuff throughout oh, yeah. however long, but like the combat blows. Yeah, it's it's whatever. It's I really actually whatever. hate it in Origins, to be honest. I okay. miss the old like exact timing, yeah. and, ti- and then like a cool counter and immediately kill and chaining it. I love yeah. that. It sucks yeah. in Origins. That and again, another thing that people kind of got critical with the series was like, oh, you just one hit kill everybody, and it's like, yeah, but that's like fun, you know, like and cool <laughs> it's, and appropriate. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun to dispatch a giant group of enemies by just timing a button press you know yeah. like the, it, it made it like you made you feel like a badass and then with these ones they just made them more like role-playing games and it's all level based and and stat based and that makes it last longer in an arbitrary way that isn't mm-hmm. so great yeah. yeah so like if if it if you really were just countering everybody and killing them in like one hit this the play time would probably be considerably less yes agreed 100 um, i would say though in valhalla uh, you can you can take out people pretty easily. It's not um it's it's not you know a one hit kill kind of counter thing, but uh, they caught it back a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. And even you, I don't know if you noticed in Origins yet, but like you can't just you can't just stealth kill everybody. Like no, you are... have to upgrade the shit out of your thing. And even if you do, m- most if somebody's like two to three levels higher, you just do big damage to them. Right. So. Yep. In I don't know if they had it in Odyssey because I don't remember looking, but in Valhalla they have a toggle that you can flip on that says stealth kills are instant kills, regardless of what it is. And that is absolutely the way to play Valhalla. If yeah. it's in Odyssey, it if it's in Odyssey, you should turn it on because the fact that you can sneak up behind people and spend your time doing stealth and not kill them in one hit is fucking stupid. Yeah, that and it defeats the purpose. Yeah, it's it's so stupid and it's wonderful that they know that and have it as a setting in the menu. Uh 
That said, there are still a handful of enemies, like story-specific enemies, they don't let you do that on. <laughs> yeah, of course. But yeah, that's, and, o- that's okay. And after all these years and all my campaigns and hashtags and public hatred, you still have the occasional tailing <laughs> mission, but not many. I, I I don't remember being super pissed off so far, like with tailing or escorting. Yeah. There's been a couple. Yeah, it, there's there's hardly any of them in Odyssey or Valhalla That's either. Excellent, thank yeah. God. Yeah, yeah, I love I love that you finally like started playing one of those because like it's for like you specifically. It's a series I figured was maybe dead because like especially it almost the time, was especially the time investment. Like Origins yeah. is still a long game. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. I can tell. Yeah, I don't even know where I am. I mean, I've. I'm working my way up that web of intrigue, not web of intrigue, but like it's all those faces, you know, of the people. I, I think mm-hmm. I just killed the scarab or something. So, yeah, the thing I'm missing, moving. the thing missing from modern Creed games is the like specialized uh, assassination missions. They they relegated them to that like menu. Like you're kind of just working your way through a tree. Yeah. And you don't and you don't really get like the crazy special situations of like you gotta do this thing to kill this person and they're gonna be here at this time and whatever. Um one that you skipped, Syndicate, was really good actually. Oh, I I believe it. Yeah. The yeah. I think the two that maybe there's only two in between main installments, that and Unity, right? Yeah, and then there's like that weird spin-off Rogue One, which I didn't play. Dude, there's I didn't a play ton. Rogue. Like if you actually look at the franchise, there's there are at least at least four hundred Creed games. I'm just throwing that number out. But like, <laughs> at, at least four hundred. It, it is yeah. so ridiculous. You know, there's mobile. Yeah. And, oh my god, it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, I feel somewhat proud that I only missed two of them. Yeah, it's, which that, is that is an accomplishment. Yeah, for which sure. is funny. It would be it would be kind of fun to go back to the old style and just see what that's like. I I I heard from a friend that it is not good. It's really hard to go back to after mm. the current ones. As much as you might not like the combat, it's the climbing isn't as good. Like they fixed climbing in the current ones. Like it's a lot easier to do. Yeah, it's it's also ridiculous, and that's fine. I'm usually a huge proponent of I choose fun and convenience over realism. And that yeah. definitely oh, yeah, yeah. for climbing, for sure. Like some of the stuff you do, I'm like, okay. But yeah. um, I will say I I normally always make fun of people who change controls because I'm just like fucking deal with it. But uh-huh. I went back to the old. I like running, using the right trigger to run and like continue oh, climbing. Mm-hmm. Whereas the default was A and I was like, Ugh, and swinging your sword yeah. was the right trigger it was really really strange but uh yeah i can remember like i think in brotherhood you, you had to unlock some climbing abilities like vaulting you know like jumping up you would be are you serious yeah, i don't remember that yeah, holy be, shit you would be you know if you're hanging on a wall and there's something above you that you can grab you could just move up to it but if you had to like jump that was like yeah. a a vault and you had to unlock that i'm like 99 percent sure that does sound familiar that you had to unlock that because yeah like that's that's the thing with the current ones is that you just climb yeah which which is like anything yeah which is great because like the the puzzle of climbing got old really sure. quick in yeah. the old ones. there's like a smooth marble surface and you're just like whoosh, 
right up yep, the top. Yep, and there's this tiny little crack that I can get my pinky fingernail yeah, into. <laughs> yes. They, uh, all these uh, Creed protagonists know, know the beta of climbing. That's their fancy <laughs> terminology for climbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, I've never uh, heard that before. Yeah. Um, so that's most of my video game bullshit other than I spent a sick amount of time I would say in the first quarter of the year, maybe even the very end of 2020, uh, in Souls. I, yeah. I, I replayed the shit out of Dark Souls 1 and uh, Terra wanted to see 2. So I was like, sure, I'll sink another 120 hours into that. Started a new yeah. character. and Did you play the DLC of 2? Oh, yeah. Okay, I I've couldn't played remember. the DLC twice now, all okay. three of them. Okay, it's, yeah. I mean... It is, it's almost daunting in a way whenever you beat, you know, you get through to the game, like to the final boss, and you're at the point where you can go to, you know, New Game Plus if you want. And it's like, okay, all I have left is the DLC, which is like... A lot like, more. Yeah, a ton more. A it's, lot more, yeah. It is so crazy, but I, I just went down my rabbit holes, and I wanted to get all my stupid achievements. So I, I have a thousand in DS1 and 2, the beautiful, perfect remasters on console. Mm -hmm. uh, they're 60 frames. They're gorgeous. And I want to replay three, but man, it's tough going back to 30 frames. You should, I mean, whenever, if you ever get one of the other consoles, three might get just an automatic boost that isn't like, that isn't like advertised, mm -hmm. you know, like it, that might be a game that just automatically flips the 60. Yeah. I don't know. I would hope it is, but it might not be. But yeah, like three, oh man, three at sixty is amazing. That game yeah, is. Just I'm so sure amazing. it is, and and like um, you know, Josh sent that clip to us a couple weeks ago. I don't remember how or or why it's possible, but there I saw gameplay of Bloodborne at sixty, mm -hmm. and it was. I mean, yeah, it's really it's really frustrating that that game is not that game does not benefit from the PS5. They didn't do anything. They didn't release a patch. Hmm. Doesn't sound like they're going to either. Nobody's mentioned it at all. And it sucks because that yeah, game is as good as the Souls in some ways better. Yeah, it's really it's really weird. PlayStation's handling of Bloodborne is just infinitely weird. I don't I don't understand it at all. Uh, I assume you played the DLC of uh, one also, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, also been through that um, at least twice. Because believe it or not, okay. When I first played Dark Souls, um, I think I was still on. No, I know I was still on 360, and I think I paid for and downloaded it as DLC. Oh my, like, yeah, that, yeah, that really, version of that game is fucking terrible. Oh yeah, with Light Town and everything. <laughs> it else. is so terrible. It Holy is, shit, it is not good. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I, and I, you know, I've definitely ex, ex, uh, experimented with different builds and everything. Like I did a, I did a faith build, faith mm. and strength in Dark Souls One. It was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, Wrath of the Gods and like the Sunlight Spear and stuff. You just destroy that game. Um, yeah. And then this most recent one and two, I, I remember the first time that you played three. You were like an Uji Gatana boy with no mm -hmm. shield, and that was like mind blowing to me mm -hmm. at, at the time. And so this most recent Dark Souls two run, uh, no shield, and it's you get used to it. It's really oh, cool. dude, it's 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 the best. It's I uh, super cool. 
And and two, are you are you currently playing two, or did you already? No, finish I, that? I beat it. But this okay. was only like a month ago. <laughs> uh, did you did you experiment with power stancing at all in two? Because that's one mechanic that is only in two, and like it's a really cool thing. This is this is horrendous. Ready? So I only realized like halfway through my playthrough that your strikes, even two handing, is they're more powerful. Mm-hmm. And like I, I left one hand open most of the time because I also did pyromancies along okay. with this, and, and that was a cool playthrough. I really liked that. Yeah, yeah. Every time I would go on the wiki, I'd see people talking about power stancing and blah blah blah, and I was always too lazy. I don't know exactly what that is. It's a, it's like I make a big deal out of it, even though it's kind of like a really specific thing, and you can't really do it until way late in that game because it requires a lot of stat. Uh, stuff like mm-hmm. you have to really heavily invest in dexterity or strength because you have to <laughs> this is really in the weeds you have to um you have to have one and a half times the required strength for a weapon okay and if you and if you dual wield weapon types you can you can change your stance into power stance and it gives you different swings and shit and it's it's really cool. It's it's like this really cool way to play that game because like you play it one way through a majority of it and then you get to the point where you have enough souls and you can really go hard on increasing your stats like really high to do that. And it's just a neat way. It's like, oh, here's a new way to like here's new combos with my weapons and this like here's late into the game. Yeah, like here's yeah, here's I'm going to I'm going to power stance like great swords. Because that's going to change swings and stuff. And, like, I have only played through to taking advantage of Power Stance one time. And it was it was neat. Like, it's just a neat extra thing to, like, experiment with with those games' mechanics. You know? Shame like it's, on me because... It's neat. I should have looked into that because, dude, my strength and dexterity are both, like, 90 Oh like, yeah, you could probably just you could probably insane. launch your game and just fuck around with it yeah. right away. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. Very cool. Yeah, yeah Dark it, Souls it, is perfect though. Yeah, it is the perfect. The whole franchise is just perfect. It, it's I've a been, perfect game. I've been wanting to replay one of them. It's it, it almost has to be 3 because I've only played it one time like one and a quarter other time. I started totally. another playthrough, but yeah, I've I've really been getting like the itch to do that. Yeah, I put um, so many hours into one and two in the past six months. I'm with you. Not only does it, quote, have to be three if I want to play more. Yeah. Like, I need to chill for a few years because <laughs> it was just like all I did. Like, those yeah. games, man. Oh, my yeah. Lord. Yeah. I And I really want to play Demons, but like it's it's too hard to get a PS5 right now. And yeah, I'll get around to like, it. I, yeah, I'll get around to it, but... I would love to play that right now. Like it would be so good. I I even considered like looking into can I rent a PS5 <laughs> from somewhere? Yeah. Uh, honestly, and just like dude, marathon that game in a week or something. I might actually uh when I beat Origins, I might pick Demon Souls back up on my PS3. Yeah. Cuz like I I know Tara would is going to watch and be enthralled with the remake and I would love for her to also have the like context of seeing the original. Like, yeah, God, I I just I keep thinking about that horrifying prison place. Like that's yeah. for some reason that's I always think of the prison whenever yeah. I think of Demon Souls because that shit that, was 
freaky. I think that's like universally praised as like the best area in that game. Because like I mean Boletaria Palace is cool. I mean it's the first it's the first time if you play demons first, it's like the first time it's like this crazy castle of undead people and it's full of traps and there's a dragon and shit and whatever. And it's always going to be nostalgic to me mm-hmm. for that reason. But like tower of Latria is like, that's right. That was a tower. It's, it's, it's so varied. It's it's the prison. There's the swamp below. There's the tower part where the gargoyles are attacking you everywhere. That's where that had, it had the boss that was another player like that was like the first time. That's right. You know, yeah. The, like that was such a crazy thing. It's like, oh, this boss is actually another player. It, it you didn't get invaded. Like that is just how this area works. It's a very specific thing in this area. That's when you first fight two enemies at one time as a boss with the man eaters. Like, dude, that that area is crazy. You're digging far back because I I've played that game one time and it was yeah. I'm damn near certain it was when I right after I moved, so it would have been like 2013. So yeah, oof. Yeah, I mean the first time I played that was like 2010 or yeah. whatever year it was. When we were living together. When, yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's a great game. <laughs> so without without any impressions of the remake, if you have a PS5, you should play Demon Souls. Yeah, totally, exactly. I'm yeah. pretty sure we're we're on uh, solid ground saying that because it got like perfect tens. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I think it's uh, I think it's a good remake. So, yeah, exactly. um, but yeah, I uh, I think we can I think we can wrap this up because uh, I don't have I we just recorded the Monster Hunter episode that I just posted as as of this recording, so I still haven't really played anything new. Yeah. Um, but well, we nailed it, dude. Uh, video yeah. games like ninety nine percent of the conversation, with the exception of those amazing Doom movies. Yeah, and it didn't have to. It didn't have to be. <laughs> no, no, but, I, I but know that. Yeah, but it yeah, was, it it did. It felt good for me only because, um, like it, it was like, if I do a video game episode on um on Craft Heads, for example, it would be something that is like the entire episode is about it, and it's very, very near and dear to my heart, or something brand new that just came out that I really want to talk about. Yeah. I can only come and just. Blech, all my video game random bullshit like this is the podcast for that it's perfect yeah for that. so yeah doom doom retrospective with alex from craft heads podcast formerly <laughs> formerly 2v1 podcast indeed uh, uh yeah uh alex thanks for joining thanks for having and, me uh, i'm sure this won't be the last time on on either side we'll do some yeah collab in the future we totally we totally should yeah uh no yeah and yeah, no. And um yeah, check out Alex's show, Craft Heads Podcast, on all things, I believe. Indeed. And uh yeah, and then I think on I think next episode of this will be with AJ. I'm not really sure, but we we kind of banged out three real quick here, so uh don't don't take that as a precedent. <laughs> yeah, right. Doesn't that feel good? Oh my god, as as much as I love always having done the podcast whether it was 2v1 or whatever and like doing craft heads now i truly love it but there's nothing better than posting an episode yeah because you're like oh god i'm done for yeah, x done. amount of time yeah so <laughs> yeah it is a lot of work and uh so so, so if you're uh, yeah. listening to this thank you because it, yes it's it's a ton of work especially yeah. when you're uh, i have i usually or at least previously i had the privilege of doing it locally with tommy like it 
it is that much more annoying when you're doing it remotely with somebody. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yes. So thank you as always for the continued support. Check out Alex's show. Get at us with punish game at gmail.com. I, uh, I just recently updated our store. There's still a store link in every episode. I made new socks. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Socks? I can't wait. To I see- yeah. I-, I can't wait to see all those turn out. Uh, and uh, yeah. Social media is really just Twitter at with punish game and uh, Alex seven six. See ya. <laughs>